This is episode 496 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, How to Put Measures Together to Weatherproof Food and Water in Winter. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, this episode is sponsored by Audible. Now, Audible Books allows you to listen to the best books when you're on the go. I love to listen to podcasts and audiobooks and learning while I stay busy doing other things, especially getting ready in the morning and driving. Right now, they're offering two free audiobook downloads when you join Audible for a trial period. And if you choose not to stay with Audible after the trial period, you still get to keep the audiobooks. For more information, click the link in the show notes or go to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com forward slash Audible. Yeah, guys, on that deal, I know last week I was saying they were offering five free audiobooks. And so over the weekend, some sometime that deal went away. So, But two free audiobooks is still a great deal. Uh, really, that's somewhere, I mean, that's like a free $40 value right there. And you're not even really joining Audible. But anyway, so I wanted to kind of point that out. Hey, over the weekend, we did also receive a review on iTunes. It was a five-star review from JT the Red, and uh, JT says great information source. He also says this podcast is my go-to. I listen to a few others, but always come back to Todd. He puts out info in a way that is quick and easy to understand, even if he does butcher all the medical terms. I have gone back and listened to every episode and look forward to the next one. Keep up the great work, Todd, and I'll be there to listen. JT greatly appreciate the review and the fact that you listen. Uh, to uh, to the podcast and all the other podcast episodes, man. I mean, going back, that's we're about to hit 500, and that's just crazy, a crazy thought uh, for me this week. But really, do appreciate that. Yeah, in the medical terms, you know, I was kind of thinking about that after after I read the the review for the first time. And in the course of you know, just regular conversation, you don't talk about terms like that you're not familiar with usually like medical terms as far as, you know, people that are not medical professionals. Uh, but if you were around medical professionals, you'd be hearing medical terms all the time, right? Because that's their job, they're experts, blah, blah, blah. And so, uh, yeah, man, those I hate medical, the, the medical articles now. I, I love them because I think it's important, like I've said. In fact, I just even said it last week, right? They're very important. I think we need to know that. We need to increase our knowledge of medical preparedness. But yeah, man, those uh, those words get on my nerves sometimes. And, uh, you know, doc, Dr. Bones, if he was on, he would be, and Nurse Amy, they'd be saying the words like perfectly, right? Because that's that's their life. That's, that's where they live. But uh, I, I don't want to, there's times where I'm like, man, do I really want to read this article? And I'm like, no, it's still important. I'm going to suffer through it. And on those, I can guarantee you there are many edits. It's like, I know that when I do one of those, I'm going to be sitting down and editing it just because of the words and stuff like that. So I try, but uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a pain in the butt. But thanks so much, JT. I do appreciate the uh, the review. And guys, if you do find value in the podcast, I do appreciate it. If you do a review, you know, on iTunes, if you listen on iTunes on or any other podcast uh, network that you listen to, 
the podcast on, it's, you know, it's very helpful. So really do appreciate that. Okay, so our article of the podcast comes to us from readynutrition.com. And the article is entitled, How to Put Measures Together to Weatherproof Food and Water in Winter. Now, I thought this was important. I really wanted to start it off. It's a, it's a shorter article, not as long as uh, some of the other ones. But there is a pretty severe polar vortex coming and hitting this week in the mid Midwestern United States. And they're saying that it can be pretty... Uh, pretty life-threatening the way that it's going to to happen. And so um, just reading some of the, the things here from AccuWeather, it said the cold can be life-threatening for any person or animal without proper way to stay warm. The Arctic blast will plunge across the Midwest early this week with the most extreme conditions anticipated at midweek. And so some locations in the Midwest will be below zero continuously for 48 to 72 hours. And so I just thought this would be a good time to share this article for you. So if you're listening, I think it's maybe they said it was really going to hit Tuesday. Although, I mean, y'all are in cold weather right now. Um, really cold weather, compared, to, especially compared to where I'm at. But uh, just, just hopefully we can help people out there. Maybe you are listening. Maybe you are new. Uh, maybe you've been listening to it for a while, but you just haven't got around to you know, weatherizing your preps in your vehicle, or maybe you haven't even started putting preps in your vehicle. And I, I really wanted to get this out here so you can think about it a little bit more. So let me go ahead and jump into the article and then I'll come back at the very end with just a few thoughts. So again, coming from readynutrition.com, how to put measures together to weatherproof food and water in winter. Over the course of the past few years and several winters past, I have written articles on the importance of water supplies and food during the winter months when traveling. The bottom line is that most of us are in a vehicle and or away from home much of the day, whether winter or summer. A winter is a little different as it poses challenges and perils that are not necessarily addressed as easily as in the warmer months. In those articles, I stress the importance of a thermos during the winter to carry, at a bare minimum, hot water. I recommend the water over coffee for several reasons. First, coffee is a diuretic, and this means that an excessive amount will cause you to lose water through urination. If you drink as much coffee as I do, it is not so much an issue there as your body will compensate with the increased intake. Secondly, and more importantly, you can do more with a thermos of hot water than you can with coffee. Now, hot water can be used for soup. Think vitamin R, as we called it in the army, or ramen. And if you are the way I am, you can pack either a jar or a Tupperware container with instant coffee. The hot water is invaluable to restore your core temperature if you need to do so. One thermos is good, and two is even better. Be sure to insulate your thermos at a bare minimum by wrapping a heavy blanket around it. I have two old sweater sleeves, very thick. The wide part goes over the top and to the bottom, folded and the other sleeve wide part over the bottom and up to the top. Voila! Just this little measure extends the heating time or the life of the thermos by about four to six hours. No, really, it works. The other method is with a box. Now, you can go to your thrift store and pick up one on the cheap, a cooler, for a few bucks. Hardly anybody wants a cooler this time of the year. The point, you can place your thermos and food inside of the cooler and wrap it or nest it up 
in newspaper, blankets, or what have you. This will insulate your stuff from the cold, plus you have the already insulated plastic and foam walls of the cooler to serve as a barrier. Whatever the temperature is outside, this will give it about a 20 to 25 degree buffer or more. In a previous article, I wrote about US GI canteens from the big one, World War II, that are made of steel and will therefore be much better to have from a health perspective to prevent plastics leaching into the water. These guys can stay in their pouches and this will help protect them from the freeze. Bring them inside with you when you leave the vehicle or nestle them in your weatherproof box, the former action being the preferred one. If they freeze, then they can be thawed out over the coals of the fire. Be sure to fill them up three-fourths to allow for room if they do freeze. Now, if you have to pack food with you, pack it in wide-mouthed mason jars to resist a freeze. Cans work too, but you should not allow them to freeze, thaw out, and refreeze over and over as it can make your contents be less than palatable. Now, in the event that you're crunched, you can also make a warm box with a cardboard box preferably two of them if you're able, with one larger one and the smaller one fits inside with about four inches of space all around, including the bottom. What you'll then do is crumple up newspaper and pack it in these gaps all around before setting your smaller box inside of the larger one. You're duplicating on the cheap or filled expedient manner with these two boxes what you would be getting if you use the cooler. Then, it is just a matter of nesting what you want to protect inside of the smaller box, wrapping up those contacts. Insulation is the key to place a loft in between your perishable items and the items that can be harmed from the cold and the cold itself. Other items you may need to place inside can be medicines, ointments, oils, beverages, and so forth. When you're running that engine, yeah, you're good. What if you can't run it though? If you've had an accident or an accident has you, such as an EMP, that suddenly turns your happy Honda hybrid into a 2,500 pound paperweight. You'll need that box to protect your stuff. You'll need that thermos. Depending on the situation, it may not be possible to get out and start a fire. When traveling, always carry a good supply of throw rags or cheap towels. These can be put to so many uses in insulating stuff that cannot take the cold. Winter is not the time to play around and you want to give yourself an edge if a situation arises. Please feel welcome to share your own advice on what you have found to work for you as every little bit helps. Alright guys, so that is the article and I really wanted, again, like I said, I wanted to share it with you because of the polar vortex that's coming and hitting the Midwest and really those of you that are up north deal with this all the time on a regular basis. I mean, not just because of the polar vortex. I mean, you can be in this, this type of situation uh, for the long haul. In fact, uh, recently a reader sent me a, uh, a list of the supplies that he keeps in his vehicle. And so we kind of went back and forth and actually he sent me pictures and, you know, because I was thinking, okay, what, well, how can I use this? And, he, and finally, you know, after emailing, he sent me some pictures and we kind of went back and forth on, on some of some questions that I had for him. And uh, basically it came out that the reason that he has supplies in his vehicle is because he was stuck in a snowstorm. 
and his vehicle was not able to get out and he was behind a bunch of other people and he was stuck without supplies and he was in his vehicle and luckily someone from work came by and who had a jeep a four by four and was able to pick him up but they weren't able to make it all the way home and uh, one of the one of the aspects of it though was he was luckily they were able to make it to a hotel that had a restaurant and they were able to stay the night there uh, but if they wouldn't have you know he would have been stuck in his vehicle right and so he like he he just determined that that would never ever happen to him again and so this stuff happens all the time a lot of the times too is people aren't thinking about hey today might be the day that i get stuck in very severe weather and you you know it doesn't have to be like freezing blizzard whatever i mean it can be really really cold and you can be stuck and your body temperature can be you know uh just just go down really quickly and because you don't have the supplies with you so a lot of the times people that are just running to their vehicle and getting in and then going to work and then they get to work and then they run into the, to the office they might not be prepared for long-term situation outside in the cold and so in those cases it just is very very smart to have supplies in your vehicle now in your truck you know you you can lift up a seat and you can carry things uh, put things down below in a in a car you can keep things in the trunk but you know even more so you know thinking about something like this is where you are moving things in and out and so when he was talking about the hot water here that is something that you're going to be doing every day right that's not something that you would leave in your vehicle and just leave it there you would you know put hot water into a thermos and then take it with you and try to keep it warm when you're going and, and again you know i'm thinking I, i'm not thinking like the hey we're taking a trip you know across the country i'm thinking going to work because a lot of the times situations happen when we least expect them so i'm wanting you to think about that and and keep some supplies in your vehicle some blankets you know even a little stove some candles you know in a small area if you have a small vehicle a small air area one or two little candles can really warm up your your vehicle now of course you'll have to break the the you know break open the window just a little bit so you know yeah you don't suffocate to death but you know that could greatly help you out you know you might want to keep hand warmers in your supplies i mean that might be something that would be beneficial maybe an extra jacket that you don't normally wear but is really thick and you can keep it you know in the back uh back there you know and and maybe some supplies that if they were to freeze they wouldn't necessarily freeze but you could uh or the, i mean you can you could still eat them maybe some like power bars or you know things like that that you can eat and you wouldn't have to to warm up and of course all the other supplies that you would want to have in a, just a regular survival situation you can have so as i was preparing for this one i was thinking about a gift that i received and man it was many christmases ago it was a mug that you could plug into your cigarette lighter and it would keep your coffee warm now this was back before like yetis got really pop, you know popular and 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 those types of things and so i always hated it because i would take my coffee to work and then you know by the time i really got you know into to the place where i could really drink it it was always kind of cold for me and i just i don't know i don't like cold coffee and so when i got this this little this gift i was like man this is interesting so i started using the mug 
and you know plugging it into the 12 volt and going and i remember you know getting out of my vehicle for that very first time and taking a little sip as i was walking into work and i burned my tongue so bad on that coffee it wasn't even funny man and so those little mugs work i was go- i went to amazon because uh, I, I wanted to find one. There's one called a Wagon EL, and the Wagon is W-A-G-A-N EL 6100, and that one's only $12. Now, it has four stars. There's only six customer reviews. A lot of these mugs, these 12-volt mugs, did not get uh, great reviews. This one has you know pretty good reviews here, but uh, one, of the, one of the things that someone said was, uh, it took the mug about 60 minutes to heat up the, the water really, really hot. Now, if you put hot water in there already, it'll keep it hot. But if you're trying to warm up water, it's going to take a while. But I would rather have that than nothing, right? And so um, my mug, I can't remember what happened to it. I don't know if I lost a 12-volt volt, um, uh, adapter to it or I think they put it in. They might have put it. Someone put it in the dishwasher and kind of ruined it. It wasn't supposed to be in the dishwasher, of course. So one day walking through Wally World, I you know I passed by the clearance section. It, you know those clearance sections that they put in the in the aisle, and I saw one, the same exact one for five dollars on clearance. And so I picked it up and put it you know in uh, you know underneath my seat in my truck. And so it's there, and uh, definitely I know that it works, right? I know that it works. I know that it will heat up water, but I just thought that that would be something that. Um, People don't always talk about something that you could you could have. There are a lot of other 12 volt kettles on Amazon that uh, some of them they or actually a lot of them did not have very good reviews. If you have anything that is like that that's 12 volt, um, man, let us know. You know, just share it with me in the comment section of episode 496 so I can share it with the rest of the podcast community. Because I think that would be valuable, especially to those of you that are up north. You know, you can keep some warm water in, you know, with you or hot water with you. If, you know, if you were in one of those, you know, survival situations and keep your, you know, keep your temperature up, your body core temperature up with, with warm water. And, and uh, I, I think it would be very beneficial. But definitely, if you, if you live up in the north and you don't have some supplies inside of your vehicle please think about doing that it's just smart you can easily put you know some things in a bag and then just put it in the very back of your trunk or underneath a seat Um, you know this week i'm going to be releasing that article so you'll get some ideas and a a big packing list of what um, the the reader uh, sent uh, sent to me uh, this uh, tom jackson he sent to me this last week and so uh, i'm looking forward to sharing that but I just, it just makes sense, right? You want to make sure that you're protecting yourself uh, from any any danger like that, because a lot of the times, when when situations happen, we're not we're not thinking that they're going to happen to us, right? And then whatever, boom, you get stuck in a some kind of snowstorm or a vehicle accident or whatever might happen. And having those supplies, it's very important. So definitely, uh, please consider that. Think about doing that. And, uh, you know, it's just, I just believe it's the smart, responsible thing to do. Well, guys, like always, I'm going to link to this article in the show notes so you can go check it out over at readynutrition.com. 
Tess has a lot of great information over there. If you go to her website and you just scroll down to the bottom, uh, you can get a lot of great tips and uh, checklists and all different kinds of things. So definitely would recommend that you visit her website if you've never visited it before. All right, everyone, that is it for episode 496. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. You can head on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And take a moment to connect with me. I have a ton of ways to connect in the show notes. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government, grid, or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.